down. Speeding. Camera. Rolling. Scene 28. Take 303. Mark. Welcome to Take 303, powered by 4-Way Media, the podcast where the guy who knows a lot about film. And his friend. I'm Nick Malneri. I'm J.P. Brooks. We're talking everything film and television, and today we are talking about Old Boy. 2003's Old Boy is directed by Park Chan-wook. It stars Choi Min-sik, Yao Jin-tae, and Kang Hee-jung. Old Boy follows a man who is not very much liked by society, kind of annoying, kind of a nuisance, doesn't do, always do the right thing. One day, randomly, unexpectedly, he is taken as captive, as prisoner, and is put into a hotel-slash-motel-style room. He's left in that room for 15 years, and when he gets out, he searches for answers. Why was he put in there? Who put him in there? And can he get any semblance of his life back? And that is what this movie is about. And yeah, we uh, chose this for National Cinema Day. Uh, it's 20 years since its original release, and I've only seen it once. Have you? I've never seen it before. So it was, I'm glad I got to see it in the theater. So. And you also chose it as a date film. I did. I paid $16 for my ticket. Heard you paid for, but that's besides the point. Uh, yeah, it was a date film once at Nighthawk Cinema, the old Prospect Park Pavilion, if you know Brooklyn. And how was that experience? I've never been there before. Uh, it was good. I really like the theater, and I like, they play older stuff. I've been there before. They play, like, older intros. I like that. You know, they played some Korean trailers of old things and stuff. So, really good. I think they do it for a lot of movies. They play, like, old stuff and... They're probably the trailers that are attached to the the film. Might have been the original. Yeah. Yeah. Because they had like a Dragon Ball live action. Yeah, that sounds 2003. Yeah. Yeah. Then, uh, but then they had their own claymation or doll of like Keanu Reeves, John Wick, like cleaning up after the theater. Don't be on your cell phone. It's really good. They they have a lot of personality at the night. I got to check it out because I I love that. I, I told you like. And in one of our audio episodes, I miss the days when you found out about movies, new movies, at the movie theater. And yeah. you see the trailer and you're like, oh, I want to see that instead of hearing about it on YouTube. It's it's really nice. Love the theater. Love the aesthetic. Um, they also are one of those dine-in theaters. So you can order food. We did have a little bit issue with our food, but the food was very good. It just came. What would you order? Burger and a chicken sandwich. Uh, but it came late. Both Again, both very good. But uh, they kind of messed up the order. I did. They were very kind, and because it came so late, they did. Uh, they didn't charge us for the food. So got to give credit, Nighthawk. Nice. Uh, not only was there a problem, they resolved it. So shout out to them. I I definitely gotta check it out. I you also should. have very to good. check out the Alamo. I don't know if you're Alamo Draft House. Yes, I've been to a few of them around the country. Yeah. So uh, first initial thoughts. I loved Old Boy when I first saw it. So many people recommended it to me, especially Eddie and. We've, we've known from this podcast that Eddie makes good picks. He's the one who put Dr. Strangelove in the rotation. Cultured man. Wow. Like, it is a tough film to go through, and I think that's the only reason why I've only seen it once, because it's not one of those movies that you just, you know, you pop in all the time, but it's one of those films that, like, when you watch it, I told you, like, I think this is the best rated film of Take 303 well, we'll see. You know, we have to. In my opinion. In your opinion, it will be the is it the best five out of five. We'll find out. It's a very, very good film. Uh, I don't think you're gonna hear any surprise there. Story alone, great writing, great everything. And what I really appreciate is before the film and after the film, you get the director talks to you before the film, and the director talks to you after the film. But it's more of an interview, and 
I like that the director said he's interested to see how people will take it. Because if this movie came out today, I'm not sure how audience would have reacted, I'll be honest with you. I think it would be similar in a sense. I didn't hear about it when I was 10, but why would a 10-year-old hear about Old Boy? Yeah. I just, because of the topics and the nature of what the film is discussing and talking about, I can see people being really upset at this movie. Like, oh, you can't show that, you can't talk about that, you can't do that. And if I had to relate it to something, I would think it's comparable to, like, something like The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, you'll never guess who I watched that movie with. My mom. You watched The Girl with your mom? Yeah. How was that? she loved mystery thrillers yeah noirs she loved them she watched dragon girl with the dragon tattoo she loved it it was awkward at times but she thought it was an amazing movie and then right after that she was like uh that uh that plot with the the father and the daughter and stuff was it was rubbish it was nonsense and i could see my mom watching this film and being like oh that's disgusting but it's a great film it's like i wouldn't pay money for it but she's like a great film and there's so there's lots of crazy things that happen oh boy and we will spoil them later and we'll give you the tag for it this movie there's no way you watch the movie and don't feel a certain way about it there are a couple things i do want to talk about one i'm glad the director said you could laugh I already laugh at things that maybe we shouldn't laugh at, but I laugh more because I'm uncomfortable. Sometimes things are so horrible. Like you, you ever catch me at a funeral with my dad? We're we're dying laughing, and it's just that the irony of life and just like the pain of it. It's hard not to laugh. And this movie is full of a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, and sometimes it makes you want to laugh at the irony of what's happening in front of you. So, really good. I'm really glad he took a comedic tone with it because to call it an action film would be wrong to call it comedy would also be like a detriment or like such a slap in the face to the end but the last shot is so funny like it's all fun it's it's funny and sad sometimes really sad things make you laugh so there's a beauty to the sadness and a maybe also pretentious beauty to the sadness fuck that uh there is there is fun there was funny moments in the sadness and so i was really happy hipster embrace it yeah i don't know all right, but yeah, basically the core of this film is revenge. It's a big theme in the film, and there's multiple people trying to get revenge, multiple people trying to figure out what is happening around them. How do you think that was done? So what was really good is that while you're watching this and nothing makes sense, it obviously there's enough there to make you want to learn more, and I think that just has to do with our character doing very ridiculous things smiling at ridiculous things and it's a breadcrumb movie where it gives you just a little bit to have you you know wanting to know more but not enough to figure anything out and towards the end right when they tell you everything that happened sometimes they'll leave a little bit out then you're like oh i should have seen that coming at the end of it you it all does make sense in a movie where everything sort of fits in and makes sense at the end really appreciate um, because as I've, uh, if I haven't already mentioned it, I, yeah, I figured out the big reveal 10 minutes before it popped. And this would be a good time to plop on a spoiler alert where we're going to talk about light spoilers, not the whole thing, yeah. but just enough where we don't have to keep talking in code in front of yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. If you have not seen Old Boy at this point, I would say pause, go out, go see it. If you're seeing this after its release has ended, stream it online then come back to this episode 
because it's going to be spoiled for the rest of the episode. Worth your time. Worth your time. Definitely worth your time. Now, Eddie and I were having this conversation uh, because he was excited, too, to hear about what you would think of Old Boy. And I don't know if you remember when we did a top five on our Instagram, I put Old Boy as my favorite South Korean film of all time. Eddie was asking the question, does it hold up on a rewatch? And I think it does. It looked really good in the theater. Can I say that? Yeah, no, um, it does look amazing on the screen. And I'm so thankful that it wasn't on Amazon and I got to see it on a screen. But what I'm saying is like, now that you know the twist, when you watch it on a second time, is it good? Or is it only about the twist? I would imagine it has to be good the second time, especially knowing everything. It changes the whole context of what you're watching. Everything changes, yeah. Yeah, so seeing the movie, knowing where it's going and what's actually happening behind some of these motivations and, and these scenes, I think it it's an even better film because you're really studying these characters and their their actions it makes sense yeah i could i mean if i you know we talked about girl dragon tattoo watching it a second time knowing the big twist and everything else also yeah it's great i will say i also felt really there were definitely people in the theater who have seen it before because even while the director was explaining things people were laughing oh yeah i was laughing i was one of those people yeah because like, you just know. And so it's like to be in the old boy inside cult, inside, you know, with inside jokes now, I should say. I kind of want to knock out favorite performance so I can just talk about scenes in this movie. Obviously, our main actor, our guy playing Desu, who nobody likes. He's great. I mean, it goes without question. But I will say I loved our villain as well. I think though they steal it, obviously. It's who it's about. Once again, stronger the villain, stronger the film. If you have a villain that you can actually empathize or sympathize for, the movie plays out so much better because you don't know who to root for. And do you find yourself struggling for who you're rooting for at the end? Spoilers coming. Okay. So yeah. So now we, we can talk okay. about whatever. So just because guy won, okay, fucks, a, fucks his sister, all right, and is having this thing, just because she dies and she can't live, you know, doesn't mean I have to go fuck my sister now. That's not... <laughs> That is not how that works. Like, that is not equal. Oh, because my sister died because I slept with her and we couldn't handle the rumors? Now you have to sleep with your sister. That's not equal. I don't well, want to sleep with my sister. I'm not, I'm not, you know, promoting any of this. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is that some people have argued, and that's why this is such a good film. So over the course of the film, do you, are you rooting for both the protagonist and the villain? Do you hate one more than the other? Uh, I, I'm rooting for Desu most of the time. Even though Desu's like a shitty guy. The villain was having Odesu uh, understand somewhat of what he was going through and the pain of that. So not that there were even comparable uh, actions, but he wanted the same kind of depth to those actions. Okay, yeah. You wanted same and then add on like trauma more. It's not even close to being equal. It's way deeper. This is a father-daughter. This is not brother-sister it's different, different people, different relationships. There's, I, yeah, I don't know how you could be like. I can empathize with a villain who like lost his sister. Well, that's what I'm saying. I like, would suggest maybe don't fuck her. Like that might solve a lot of your problems, <laughs> but call me crazy. The question is, do you feel bad for the villain after what he does? No. Did I miss it? Like, what did he do that was so? I don't know even how he filled out like three, four books of people that he's done bad things to. Like he, he was, <laughs> he filled out every single page. 
I was like, are you writing in like 26 font? But like, like there's no like big crime or awful, terrible thing he... No, so from what I what you gather is obviously he's a public drunkard. He's probably made a lot of mistakes while drunk, you would say. Yeah. Um, probably spoke out a lot. Um, yeah, but I'm like... But nothing... Yeah. I don't think he's done anything maybe criminal, like... <laughs> I'm just saying, like... <laughs> there's, I don't know how you root with a villain. You, I'm, I'm okay with the villain up until the point I figure it out. And I'm like... That's what I'm saying. Like, obviously, you're not rooting for the villain. Yeah. But do you feel bad for him after you find out what he's fully done? Oh. Do you think he deserved to die? I don't think anyone deserved All right. I, did you feel that scene was even necessary? Yes. You got to see what happens to him after. We need some sort of closure with it. Would you have liked it if he just walked off and just won at life? That would have been a sick ending. Yeah, kind of a little bit. Because when I was rewatching it, I was thinking about it, and I was like, I never really liked the ending ending Yeah, yeah. with the hypnotizing. It just kind of added more to it that it didn't need. Like, he said, the director said it was for ambiguity, and that was the first question you asked me after you got out, was like, what actually happens at that end? And it's sort of that inception thing where it's like, is it a dream? Is it not? We're going to keep you in the loop. And this is like, does he know does he do does he not know that kind of thing and i was like if if it was me i would have left it ended in that in that room and i would have had the bad guy just walk into the elevator close the doors he leaves does his own thing and then odesu is just left and we we don't know what happens after that i'm fine with either ending i kind of i don't mind the ending so much uh but I need to, I kind of, like, yeah, if the villain walks off, I'm very happy. But just to know that he makes it out. Like, you have to see him winning. Just a moment of him, like, I accomplished it. Not that I want him to win, but it just needs to happen. It's a cra- crazy, crazy, crazy movie. I have a few questions. Yeah. Does um, he actually eat the octopus? He does. That's a live octopus, and I believe it was about four octopi. He did it four times? Yeah. Sick. Also... Uh, while we're talking about behind the scenes stuff, uh, that fight scene, yeah. the hallway fight scene, which um, I don't know if you've ever seen Daredevil. Yes. Uh, the TV show was definitely inspired by that sequence. Um, it took 17 takes and four days to film, three or four days. Uh, the only non-practical part about that scene was the the knife he gets in his back. That was CGI, but everything else was real. Oh, I didn't even know CJ that I. Yeah, because while I was watching, I was like, "How did they secure that in mid take?" I was like, "Must have been like maybe like something hidden in the jacket. Maybe it's a black jacket. Maybe it pops out. Something like that." That was all real, and you could see why it took several days to film. Yeah, it's a lot. Eddie was saying, um, "He he's an avid listener to the pod. We thank Eddie for that." He's saying that uh, he heard your comments about nobody saying that was one of the has one of the greatest action sequences of all time and uh eddie was like that's because joe hasn't seen the hallway fight scene from it's Old still Boy. nobody still nobody I don't all right care. eddie well you heard it right here i mean listen cinematically like oh wow they did it in one take amazing give it all the credit the nobody fight scene is fucking epic have you seen it i still gotta get on this 
I just can't believe it because he walks in, Nick, just to set the scene, okay? Mm-hmm. This episode is powered and sponsored by Fort Way Media. Whether it's a special event, your wedding day, or maybe a small business looking to make an advertisement or commercial, Fort Way Media is the obvious choice. They turn everyday life into a cinematic experience. When you want to capture those special moments, look no further. Stop what you're doing. Check out fortwaymedia.com. Book an appointment today and don't miss out on another chance to get what you want in front of the big screen. Whether it is expert videography or photography, Fortway Media can match exactly what you're looking for. Fortway Media is known for helping out small businesses and everyone reach their dreams. Sign up today. He walked, he just like had enough of life. These guys are harassing somebody. He tells the bus driver to get off the bus because they're like preventing her from leaving. He pulls out a gun, unloads all six bullets. All the bullets fall to the floor, and he goes, I'm going to fuck all you up. It is. And the reason why it's so good, I will say in a similar vein to uh, to Old Boy, you see him take damage. It is not an easy fight. And that's one of the things that we love about Old Boy is that um, it's so realistic. That fight could have easily been like, one verse 15 and he never takes damage but this was like a long elongated thing where everyone looked thoroughly exhausted yeah and 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 so this is my problem with the long fight scene why i don't think it's that good if you've ever watched martial art films when it's one guy surrounded by a hundred you watch guys that go in and go out but because so much is happening it looks like there's more happening and i saw a little bit of that in the old boy long hallway shot it's like just swing your thing at him and he dies like he's done but people like hold back it's stupid it looks very good and they make it look very realistic but i think if you actually really look and take a look at it you'll see a bunch of people doing that and so that's why i'm not impressed so we talked about uh performances favorite scene the end with the villain that whole sequence is probably the highlight of the entire film and beyond the cool action sequence that we just spoke about i really liked when the when the guys he messed, when he uh, screwed over, come back to bite him, and like they resolve it pretty easily, like it's pretty funny. So I really like that scene a lot. Like I think, oh wow, I don't know if he's ever gonna solve this because I don't know how you get out of this, and then they figure out a way to get out of it. Yeah. So I like that scene a lot. I really like uh, probably the same too the the fight sequence uh, mm-hmm. in the hallway. I also obviously enjoyed the the reveal at the end, but I also enjoyed the one when he first meets the villain that's a good one too i was thinking that because it was like oh wow so there he is the whole time and we're not going to do anything because obviously he wants to save the girl at the same time but also just like you're face to face with the person who did it and you're actually going to let him speak and tell you look it's not about what i did it's about why did i let you go and that just holds you there it's like that mystery of never knowing and he reminds him so many times throughout the movie like you kill me, you'll never know why. Uh, I would. <laughs> You've just been like, nah, fam. This is <laughs> nah, fam. Nah, I don't know. Who knows? I at least would have taken a punch. I'm not sure if you know, but Old Boy was already remade. Huh? How bad? Pretty bad. Eddie hates it. It was made by Spike Lee. Who is this guy, Spike Lee? Uh, that's the guy that made Do the Right Thing, Malcolm X, uh, Black Klansman. Why do people talk about him a lot? Because he talks about a lot oh, of okay. things, and he complains about a lot of things. He uh, famously lost the Academy Award uh, for Do the Right Thing to Driving Miss Daisy. He's very political, 
Um, so he makes a lot of things into a race problem. Okay. Just to paint you a picture, uh, Josh Brolin played the main character. Mm. And Elizabeth Olsen played uh, the, the girl. And Samuel Jackson played the villain. That's got to feel weird. Is it like same story, same everything? Same exact story. The memes online were um, Thanos and was it uh, Scarlet Witch? Oh, the Nikes, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> oh gosh. But yeah, so basically, um, when it originally was coming out, Spike Lee told everybody that it was a different story, and pissed a whole bunch of people off because they were like, "Old boy is perfect." Uh, they were like, why would you change that story? And if you change the story, how is it old boy? Um, then when it came out, everybody realized that was a ruse. So that way you can get you to see it. It was basically shot for shot, almost the exact same movie. Um, it was not great at all. And at the same time, I, I remember a little bit of it. They added to it, mm. particularly for the twist. They had a TV in the room, the motel room that he's uh, trapped in, and they showcase uh, the history of the daughter. So they'll put on like home videos. They'll put on um, she. I think she becomes like a news reporter or something like that. So they show her like growing up on TV, uh, getting into that position, and then that kind of shrouds the idea that when he meets Elizabeth Olsen, that that's the daughter. Mm. Mm. okay well how do you feel about that i don't i don't want to feel i don't want to talk about it i what else can you say about old boy besides that it's really good let's go through the the different ways we could talk about this i love cinematography okay i love the music okay performances well that song is iconic now in my brain yeah the writing is similar to how you said before like drive where it's not a lot of dialogue it's where it's needed and uh the performances are carrying these scenes because if you get the wrong actor or actress for this it could destroy the whole feeling of the film everybody feels like such an exaggerated i don't know if that's right or wrong but the for the daughter in particular she feels uber exaggerated with like wholesomeness yeah it almost it's like hard to believe that she would like be attracted to someone like this um not even necessarily on a physical level but emotionally and uh mentally but then when you bring in the idea of the hypnosis it it makes more sense yeah and that's that's what i love about the ending is that you can figure it out because it's the only ending that makes sense and i think to go back we said about revenge but that's not really what revenge is necessarily true revenge making somebody feel like how you felt and my only issue with that was is it doesn't feel equal Mm -hmm. like it's not it's not just obviously nothing what happens is just but, you know, if somebody punches, I don't know, I've always felt like if somebody punches you and then you punch them two times harder, I don't know, like, I've always had a problem with that. Yeah, eye for an eye really is great on paper, not yeah. necessarily in practice. Yeah, it's always been that way. Hammurabi's code, yeah. How did you feel about the flashbacks? I enjoyed them. I had no problem with them. Like the flashbacks? I'm not particularly a flashback kind of guy, but it's similar to narration, where if it's not done well, then it's not good. But in this, the flashbacks were necessary to tell the story. The flashbacks also, I think, have their own exciting and thrilling moments. So it's very, I, I like it. Because I think when I'm in the flashbacks, I feel safe. But it's, but things get crazy, so. 
Yeah, the- I think the only thing people might get annoyed by is that you're lost most of the movie. Like you really like we're going from place to place, and nothing is getting solved. But it's a mystery film, so yeah, like that's the point. That, right? that's, yeah. So final so- thoughts and ratings should be no surprise here. Uh, I love this film on so many different levels. I thought it's right up my alley. I love mystery films. The ending is just something that makes you crawl inside yourself but also like you end up talking about it and i love movies where you want to talk about it after it like you want to discuss like was this you know the right decision here gripping tale gripping revenge story five out of five here yeah i think when i go back and i sit and i try to find a million like trying to find reasons not to give this movie a five because it's not that i wanted the movie to be bad it was just like for the way it's talked about how why have i never heard of it before um so it's got a lot of other factors going in but regardless of my attempt to try to give this movie anything less than a five it has failed so well done old boy you will get a five all right so that's a first for us and this has been an episode of take 303 thanks so much for watching our very special cinema day episode of old boy Make sure that you're following us on Spotify and Instagram, take.303, brand new Instagram account. Would love to have some of your love there. Wow, that sounded really, uh, I'm going to keep that. Would love to have some of, show us some love there. This week's question of the week is, what is your favorite revenge film? And then two, we're just going to put up, do you empathize with the villain of Old Boy? We would love if you came back for the poll question. Yes or no, do you empathize with the man? It's yes, no, no maybes. Yes or no, hard. (laughs) 